Okay, before I get to my next guest, Scott McCarran, I want to remind you about a few more of our sponsors, starting with our good friends over at Squares Golf. Are you like me, always considering new golf equipment? Maybe a new driver? I'll tell you what, let me reset your thinking because I discovered Squares Golf Shoes. The patented square toe provides balance, stability, and a wider base for increased connection to the ground, effectively increasing your swing speed by 2.2 miles per hour, an average of 9 yards of distance. Independent tests prove it. That's right. It's proven in science. Go to squares.com. That's S-Q-A-I-R-Z.com and get Squares 30-day money-back guarantee. Use promo code DISTANCE for $20 off. Remember, distance comes from swing speed, and swing speed comes from your connection to the ground. And folks, I wouldn't tell you about it if I didn't experience it for myself. I've never felt more stable in my golf swing, which allows me to swing faster and launch it further. Squares, the distance golf shoe. I also want to give a shout out to another new sponsor, Bionic Gloves. Do what you do better with Bionic Gloves. Whether you're looking to own the golf greens, improve your workouts, or get your hands dirty in the garden, Bionic Gloves has you covered. Designed with a hand specialist, Bionic Gloves feature patented innovations that help improve your grip. The strategically placed anatomical relief pads also prevent calluses and blisters while the web and motion zones allow for greater dexterity and flexibility. Head over to BionicLoves.com to find the perfect glove to up your game. And I want to remind you about our friends over at Zexio. Back in 2001, Zexio Strixon began making clubs for men and women, and they've improved on those clubs every year since. I was fit for a set of Zexio 10 irons by a great fitter on their staff. He got me dialed in, and they feel and perform fantastically. They are by far the best irons I've ever played. They are light. I have picked up nearly 5 miles per hour in swing speed, and they're deadly accurate. Every part of Zexio clubs are made exclusively for Zexio. Like I say, everything is light and balanced. Swing weights are made to give us the highest smash factors. The best part of getting fit for Zexio clubs is hitting it higher and straighter than ever before, changing your game. Zexio clubs are a Golf Digest Hot List Gold winner for 2021. Congratulations to Zexio Ambassador N.B. Park for her five-stroke victory earlier this year at the Kia Classic. It was her 21st victory, and she did it using Zexio 11 Woods and X Irons. Ernie Ells and top instructor Martin Hall are Zexio Ambassadors as well. See why and how Zexio can help improve your game. Go online to ZexioUSA.com. That's X-X-I-O-U-S-A.com and pick which set is right for you. Okay, now next on the tee with me is 2019 Champions Tour Player of the Year, Scott McCarran. Let me remind you about Scott's background. He's from Sacramento, California, played his college golf at UCLA, where he graduated with his degree in history. Following graduation, he stepped away from the game for four years to help his father with their family golf apparel business, came back and turned pro in 1992, and earned his way onto the PGA Tour in 1994. He won three times on the PGA Tour at the 1996 Freeport-McDermott Classic by five strokes over Tom Watson, at the 1997 Bell South Classic here in Atlanta by three strokes over David Duvall, Lee Jansen, and Brian Henninger. He repeated at the Bell South Classic in 2001, winning by a stroke over Mike Weir. He's partnered with Bruce Litsky and later Brad Faxon to win the Templeton Shark shootout three times. He and Brian Henninger paired up to win the Fred Meyer Challenge in 2002. Since joining the Champions Tour, he's won 11 times so far, one of those being right back here in Atlanta 
at the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. In 2019, Scott won the Charles Schwab Cup on the Champions Tour, plus the Jack Nicklaus Trophy for being their Player of the Year. And he also won the Arnold Palmer Award for being the Moneyless winner as well. And I'm so honored to have him back with me again tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Scott, how are you, my friend? Thanks for coming back on the show. Well, I'm doing great, Chris. You know, you could keep going. That sounded like I've been playing some good golf over the last few years. That, that was awesome. <laughs> you won a thing I'm or two, my friend. Right now, you, though, uh... But that sounded good. I don't know. I, and that's one of the questions I have for you. I mean, I know you've had foot and ankle surgery, but I also saw the video of whatever that contraption is. You've got your left leg in, but you got the peg on the ground. Looks like you could go out there and still play based on what I see in your simulator. Oh, I think I could. You know, I've, I've hit a few balls. My my wife now got me out there trying to teach her and help her a lot. So I go out there with her and I'll maybe hit a few balls. I think I, I, think I could shoot around even par with this thing on. It's called the iWalk 3.0 which is uh, one better than the iWalk 2.0. And I <laughs> I can hit balls with it. I can hit balls with it. I can climb up and down stairs, you know. Uh makes me feel like kind of a normal person instead of just on this knee scooter scooting around. I got four more weeks of uh, no weight bearing, so it's kind of been uh, been a little tough. Um, but I'm, but I'm, we're having fun, and I'm enjoying uh, being at home right now. So how is the foot and the ankle? How are you feeling? You know, um, it's feeling pretty good. Luckily, uh, I had a great surgeon uh, and Dr. Carol Jones over at the Ortho Clinic here in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, he did a great job, him and his team. Um, we had to do, you know, there was quite a bit of damage in there. I completely torn the uh, perineal brevis tendon and the longest. Um, so they had to tie those back together. There was a marble-sized bone chip in the ankle. And they also, the main part, they had to realign the foot. So he had to break my heel and shift it over because I have such a high arch, Ooh. which was putting so much uh, pressure on that outside tendon on the left ankle. Um, and that's the reason why I've got some screws in there now, but that's the reason why I can't uh, put any weight on it for six weeks. But, uh, you know, the, it, it's healing up fine. I met with a physical therapist uh, at Heller last week, and we're starting to uh, some do some physical therapy. Uh, Dan Jansen, uh, Olympic gold medalist, is one of my best friends, is my trainer, we're tomorrow, we're going to start training a little bit. Even when I put this, uh, kind of peg leg I walk on, I'll be able to at least work out and, and, uh, start getting ready for, you know, the season next year. And then I'm hoping to come back, uh, in, uh, third week of January at Hawaii at the, uh, Mitsubishi, um, tournament champions at Hawaii. Scott, was this something that just all of a sudden happened or was this an injury you were trying to play through this season? Yeah, well, it, it happened uh, actually last year after the uh, Pure Insurance First Tee tournament at Pebble Beach. Um, came home after that, uh, and just my ankle uh, all of a sudden swelled up, and I thought it was gout because I I do battle gout a little bit in my left big toe. I've had it my right ankle before, and we kind of thought it was just gout at the time, so we were treating it um, with drugs for gout, and I had a cortisone shot in there in the subtalar joint for gout, and uh, had to withdraw. Um, from the SAS tournament, tried to play, you know, in the last few events, and uh, it was just very difficult to swing. Um, people saw me on TV, and I'm basically was just swinging and hopping, um, and it just uh, just never got better. So I had an MRI done in uh, January of this year after Hawaii, and we saw that we had the uh, two tears, and so at that point, uh, you know, I made a decision to try to keep playing on it, you know, shoot with cortisone take some uh, anti-inflammatories and some pain medication when I needed to and ice it a bunch just to see if I could control it um, and play. And 
you know, I just couldn't do it. I, it got to the point where I could barely walk. I could barely swing. And it just, I wasn't able to hit the golf ball and swing the way I, I normally do. So, um, but I played way too long on it. I should have, I should have taken, taken the uh, time off, uh, really in February and March and not waited as long as I did. But, you know, like a lot of us athletes, we try to play through these things and, you know, I'm trying to do it for, uh, you know, my caddy and trying to, you know, make sure I'm making money for him and everyone else. So, uh, you know, I played a little bit too long on it, but that happens. And, uh, but now, you know, we've got it fixed and, uh, I'm going to come back stronger than ever. And my surgeon was very, very, uh, happy with the way the surgery went. So he says it's going to be feel better than it's ever felt. God, we are a couple of weeks now north of this year's Shaw Classic uh, on the Champions Tour, an event you won back in 2018, thanks to a final round 63 that included a hole-in-one that you jarred on 14, kind of right after Bernard Longer almost aced it as well. Take us back to that hole-in-one in the wild back nine where you and Joe Durant just kind of went back and forth. Yeah, it was a, it was a great tournament. Um, I love playing up there, uh, in Canada at Shaw Charity Classic. And I actually won the year before as well. So, um, to win back to back, uh, Charity Classic was pretty cool. Um, but to come down the stretch and kind of battling with Joe and battling with Langer, uh, making a bunch of birdies coming down the stretch w- was a lot of fun. And then, and then to have a hole in one on the back nine to, to really, you know, win a golf tournament was something that was really cool. Um, and playing with Langer was, one of my all-time heroes and one of my uh, mentors and the guy, one of the guys I really look up to was something special as well. So it, it was a great feeling. Um, and, you know, and then to come back in 2019 there and uh, have a chance to win again, um, an eagle the last hole to look like I was going to win only out West short, get the luckiest break I've ever seen. I'm still giving him crap about that where he hit it in the middle of the lake and hit a <laughs> rock and bounced out on the green. Uh, one of the greatest breaks I've ever seen, but you know, you need those breaks when you're going to win. So a little disappointing to lose that one. Cause that would have been three in a row for me up the Shaw Cherry classic. They're just great people up there. And, uh, I, I look forward to, uh, to going back next year. And Scott, the year prior at the Allianz championship, you and another great friend of the show, Olin Brown, plus Jody again, you guys are all tied for the lead going into the final round and speaking of eagling. The last hole, you eagle 18 to edge Kenny Perry and Carlos Franco to get that win. Talk about that week. Yeah, that was a long time ago. You know, a great golf course, broken sound, in fabulous shape. We usually get a little bit of wind, which makes it a little bit tougher. And, uh, you know, I do. I remember standing on the 18th tee um, knowing that I needed birdie to tie and eagle to win. I remember standing on that tee, and I just didn't quite have the right picture in mind on the tee. Um, and I had to back off and, you know, a lot of times an announcer say, oh, he's back off. He's nervous. No, I just, I just didn't have the right shot in mind. And, and I ended up seeing the shot that I wanted to hit and felt the swing that I wanted to make. And then I got up there and just busted one right down the middle. And, um, you know, one of the longest drives I hit all week and I was able to have seven in that par five up over the tree, but it was interesting because it was right into the setting sun. So as soon as I hit it, uh, I couldn't see it at all. And so as soon as I hit it, you know, I looked at my caddy and, and I said, where is it? And he says, looks like it's just left the pin. I said, good. Cause I hit it great. And, uh, you know, nestled up there about five or six feet and was able to make that for Eagle to, to win that tournament, which was, which was a big win for me. A, a very tough, tough golf course. Talk about that seven iron shot and just to take us through the mindset, because for so many of us, right. When we, we're obviously not pros and, and we're not used to being in that environment, in that situation. 
But like you just said, you know, on the tee, you knew Eagle was going to win the golf tournament. Here you are. You've hit a great drive. Now you've got a, a scoring iron in your hand. But you know, if I get this close, Eagle wins. Birdie gets me into a playoff. Par's no good. Talk about the mindset and how you can, you know, not let the negative thoughts kind of creep into your mind and execute the shot that you needed to hit right then. Sure. You know, one of the, the most important things when you're over shots that, uh, you know, and really any shot, but certainly a shot coming on the stretch and a shot that uh, you have to win to, to pull off to win it. Biggest thing is seeing what you want to do um, and then matching that, what you see to a feel in, in your swing and then basically getting up and, and just letting it go. I mean, uh, I've practiced enough. I don't have to be thinking about my swing when I'm swinging. And I usually hit my best shots when I'm really not thinking about anything at all. It's more of a abstract uh, type thinking, more like a fluid motion. I don't know if you've ever read a book called Fluid Motion Factor by Steve Yellen, uh, but he really captures a lot of what it's like being in that zone. And basically being in the zone is you don't even know you're in the zone. Um, you're just kind of getting up and doing what you normally do and letting it happen. And the moment you start thinking about what you're doing or thinking about that you're in the zone or thinking about, you know, I've got to make Eagle is when you come out of that fluid motion and that's when you usually don't hit your best shot. So the mo- one of the most important things is getting up there with a plan and then just letting your mind and body execute that plan without interfering. Just kind of get out of the way, stay on the couch. Scott, it may just be my perception, but it appears like you guys on the Champions Tour are having way more fun playing the game than the guys out there on the regular tour. Is, is that accurate or is that just in my head? Well, you know, I, I, I think there's a couple of things, Chris, that, that, uh, you might see. Um, a lot of us have already, you know, we played the tour for many years. Um, this is kind of a bonus. We're really enjoying it. Um, we're, you know, I kind of root for the guys. If I don't win, I'm, I'm rooting for my buddies to go up there and win. Um, it's not as cutthroat, I would say, as the PGA Tour, because every year on the PGA Tour, you know, you're fighting for your job, fighting for your livelihood. Um, you're fighting to pay your mortgage, your, your kids do school, those type of things. You know, most of them on the Champions Tour, the kids are already gone. They're out of college. Um, you know, you if you've played well on the PGA Tour, you know, you've probably got a job on the Champions Tour, at least for quite a few years. You're not worried about losing your, your tour card. Um, so... It, it, there does seem to be a little more camaraderie there and maybe a little more easygoing, but, but let me tell you, I mean, I feel exactly the same trying to win a tournament and trying to be competitive as I, on the Champions Tour as I did on the PGA Tour. It's no different. And Ernie Els feels the same way. Bernard Longer feels the same way. I mean, when it comes down to it, we're trying to win a golf tournament. We feel exactly the same as we did on the PGA Tour trying to win. It's just on the Champions Tour, you're going to have, if you play well, you have more opportunities. Um, to get yourself in that position because it's a numbers game. We're only playing against, you know, 79, 81 guys each week as opposed to 156. So you're going to get in position and have a chance to win more often on the PGA Tour champions than you ever did on the PGA Tour. Got just a couple more before I let you go. And we're exactly a month away from this year's Ryder Cup matches. But one thing I've wondered, I mean, we got the Ryder Cup matches on the PGA Tour. We got the Solheim. Cup on the LPGA Tour. We know about the amateurs with the Walker Cup and that sort of thing. Why don't we have something similar on the Champions Tour? You know, 
I think I think actually you're going to see something uh, similar to that over the next few years. We, we're we're in talks. We're, I think they're announcing something that's going to be uh, kind of like a Ryder Cup. And I think we I, I don't know it might have already have been announced actually. So they are going to do that, and I think it'll be great. Um, a lot of people you know grew up watching a lot of us uh, playing the regular tour, and cer- certainly a lot of those guys playing the Ryder Cups and Presidents Cups. And I think it'll be great to see. Uh, some of these guys battle it out again uh, on that type of format. So you'll see it. Ah, that's good news. I can't wait for that. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And Scott, uh, CBD oil is something that's becoming more and more mainstream. I, I know your wife was taking it to recover from races that she was doing. I believe you started using some CBD oil as well. Is that something that you're using to help with sleep and recovery? And, and how do you find it's working for you? You know, it's funny. I was with the company for quite a while, um, but uh, they dropped me. So <laughs> I, I, I haven't wow. found another company. Yeah, I haven't found another company that uh, that I've been comfortable using. So I'm in search of. So if there's any uh, CBD companies out there looking <laughs> for a, a champion store player, call me. <laughs> Hook me up on on Twitter or Instagram uh, because I'm looking. Because I thought it made uh, a lot of difference for me for my sleep, for my recovery, the way I felt. Um, and I, and I like, I enjoyed taking it and I, I just have not, uh, since, since this company dropped me, I haven't, uh, found a new one. Well, Scott, before I let you go, remind our listeners and a CBD oil company that may be listening in out there, how they can stay up to date with all the great things that you're doing and follow you on social media. Well, you can, you can follow me on Twitter. I really don't do too much on Instagram, but I'm going to try to do a better job at that. So you can follow, follow me at, uh, at, at Scott McCarran on Twitter, um, and then uh, on Instagram, which I haven't done a lot of, but I, I'm going to have to start doing some more of that. I don't even know what my Instagram is anymore <laughs> because I haven't done it yet. <laughs> but uh, but I, I will. My wife does a great job of uh, doing Instagram stuff, but uh, I haven't really done much of that. But you know, I, I tell you what, I've got some great sponsors, and uh, they've been amazing and, and sticking with sticking with me. You know, when I've got to take all this time off, so. Uh, PDF Trom, Mobix Labs, Tour Edge Exotics, Trump National Charlotte, Hotline Construction, Tyler Switchroy, Greg Norman Apparel, 200, and KT Tate. Thank you guys for sticking with me. It's been great. I like to get all their names out there because I do live in Mooresville, North Carolina, which is NASCAR country, and uh, those guys seem to get all their sponsors in um, every chance they get. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Well, Scott, I, I'm wishing you the best, my friend. I, I hope everything heals up just nice and. Uh... And even if it didn't, I would still put my money on you uh, next season because uh, what I've seen you do with the with the peg leg, that uh, the the simulator doesn't lie, and it looks like you're striping it down the middle on that. So <laughs> I don't think anything is going to get in your way. But uh, I hope you heal up well, and all the best to you and Thanks, your family, man. my friend. Thank you very much, and to you as well. Appreciate. It. Keep doing the great work. I appreciate it. Take care, Scott. Right, yeah. That's the great Scott McCarran, and uh, folks, you know. First of all, Scott's got the biggest forearms on the planet, and the way that he stripes the ball uh, off the tee, particularly when his uh, foot heals up, is is amazing. The guy has done uh, great stuff out on the Champions Tour, and I'm and I'm guessing there are many more wins to come in Scott McCarran's future. And I'm very excited about the potential of a Ryder Cup match for the Champions Tour. I think that's something that's missing, and uh, very excited to hear more about that. So as soon as I hear it, uh, we will certainly talk about it here on the show.